Amen. Come on, give him one more big victory shout and a praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, I just want I just want to talk about the enemy a little bit today. Not not to not not to elevate the enemy because I, I you know listen if you hang around me very long you're gonna find out something that uh, I think your enemy is is defeated. I think I think I think what's what's crazy is how many people are afraid or intimidated by a defeated devil. God has not given us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power. Love and a sound mind. God hasn't given us a spirit of timidity, a timid, timid. It's the root word, intimidation. See, you, you have an enemy that loves to intimidate. See, uh, how many of you guys are, uh, 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 what do they call it when you like to win? Um, breathing. No, uh, what's the word for it? Um, competitive, okay. How, how many of you guys are, just hold your hand up, don't be afraid. Your church, okay? You, you, you know, you, you like to win. You know, you like to win. You know, hey, let me tell you something. If, if there's not a great chance I'm going to win, I'm probably not going to play. <laughs> Why? Because I'm going to win. I want to win. And, uh, <laughs> oh, some of the stuff I don't tell you, the thoughts that are shooting through my mind. <laughs> See, I just like to win. And, 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 if they, and if I think I can win, but, but I also think you got a good chance. If I think you have a good chance to win, I'm going to do everything I can to intimidate you. I am. I'm going to get in your head. You know, it's one thing to go out, get in the golf cart, and just go, you know, let's just go out and enjoy the game. I had, to, I had to be very cautious because there's a part of me that wants to win, which means that I need to start trash-talking the people I'm with, and I need to get in their head, and there are certain people I do that with, and certain people I just go out and relax. You know, I miss Marty. Marty Emerson was with us for a long time. They moved to the west side to be with family, but I, I remember one time, you know, Marty and I golfed together for like 15, 20 years, and and he, he won once or twice. I mean, it was like a fluke. And, uh, um, and I, I, I know that Marty will listen to this. Matter of fact, he might even be watching if he, if he you know. Uh, but here, here's the deal. One time, M Marty was ahead of me by like 15 strokes after nine. We were just at the turn, and he was feeling like a winner. And he was like, you okay? <laughs> you know. I mean, you want me to buy you something, some food? You need, you need sustenance? What do you need? And I said, listen, I just need to decide if I'm going home today a winner or a loser. And I think I've decided I'll go home a winner. And he stopped and he goes, don't do that stuff, man. <laughs> don't do that stuff. And I said, well, Marty, I, I'm, not gonna go home, I'm not going home a loser. I know I can beat you. I know I can. And from when we were done... I beat him by 15 strokes because I could get in his head at will. Some of you guys are super easy. I'm not going to start mentioning names because I still want that power. I want that power. All I got to do to Todd, why you got to be so negative? And he just, what do you mean? I'm not negative. And Todd just goes into this defensive mode like a crying little girl. That's all I got to do. Here's the deal. You have an enemy that loves to intimidate you. 
He likes to get in your head because he knows if he don't get in your head, you're going to kick his booty. And when the enemy shows up, there's a couple of things you just need to instantly be aware of. When the enemy shows up, it's actually, it, 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 most of the time, it's, it, it's like an indicator that you're about ready to enter a new realm, a new future, a, a new season of purpose and destiny. Think about it. When Goliath showed up, David was getting ready to step into his future. When Potiphar's wife falsely accused Joseph, it was the birthing point. Uh, it, it, it was a launching pad. Matter of fact, without that, without that opposition, without that force, Potiphar, was, uh, Potiphar would have had the best guy on his staff the rest of Joseph's life. He wasn't going nowhere. But it took, it took something that would move him. And so Potiphar's wife falsely accuses him. And, 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 you know, and, and he could have been you know, you know, like a modern-day church attender and whined about being falsely accused the rest of his life. But instead, he kept his character, he kept his wits, he refused to be intimidated, he didn't bend, he didn't cave in, he didn't shift his opinion, he didn't say, well, I guess it looks like I, look, good times are over. No, he rose right back to the top again. In a better position, his final outcome was better than his current condition. And some of us need to have a revelation that my final outcome is going to be better than my current condition. That I do not walk, you know, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, it says, we do not walk by sight. We walk by faith. Okay? We don't go by what it looks like. Look at somebody, tell them, I don't care what it looks like. Man, you got to get, I don't care what it looks like. Man, I got a word from God and no word from God will ever fail. Come on, that's Bible. No word from God will ever fail. And, and I, I have a word from God. I walk by faith. Faith, Romans 10, 17, says faith cometh by. Thank you. Somebody over here knows the Bible. How come you guys are so quiet? Faith cometh by. My God, I feel better now already. Faith cometh by hearing. We don't live by sight. We live by hearing. Why do, you, why do you need to be in the Word of God? So you can hear. You got to be hearing from God. Listen. I don't know if I'm going to get to my notes, which is freaky, isn't it? Okay. If you're not hearing from God, you're easily intimidated. See, if you'll stay in the Word until the Word starts to talk back. See, it's, it's kind of like, like driving a nail through a two-before. You know, you get a scripture, right? You get a scripture. My son, attend unto my words and hearken unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. My father was sent home to die with cancer. He, he had been through chemo, radiation. He, he was so weak, his head would fall over. He had to reach up with his hand and push it up. He had a tube going up his nose to feed him. They burnt his heart in half. He did not have blood pressure. You better get the family together. You better say goodbye to everybody. And, and, and the old geezer sat in a chair. You know, I was part of the second half of his life. He had a family before us. And, uh, and you know, he, so my dad, my dad was pretty old. 
And, and, and the old guy sat in that chair, and doggone it, he just kept reading his Proverbs every day. Every day of my life, he read a chapter of Proverbs. He made us do it, too. And I don't know what month it was, but it was the fourth day of the month. Because he was on Proverbs 4, my son, attending to my words, hearken to my sayings, let them not depart from thine eyes, for it's life to those that find them, health and healing to all their flesh. And that day, that scripture started talking back to him. Now, up until that time, every time we read that verse, it's like a, it's like a nail being driven through a two by four. But that day, it, it went from logos to rhema. See, logos is just the written word. See, and most, most of us, most of us in the room, you know what we have experience with? The written word. We, we, have, we have a Bible that we carry around with us sometimes. You know, and we don't even do that anymore. Just, just for the sake of some of you guys, let me show you what a Bible looks like. It, l- it looks like this. this. This is a Bible. It's like a book. It has pages in it, and, and you can, like, highlight stuff and underline it. You, you know, it's really cool. You ought to get one of these. I know you got your iPad and your 17-inch screen, okay? It, and that's awesome. But you need to get one of these. You, you, you should get a relationship with one of these. Right, and, and uh, you, you want to know what's what's really kind of cool? We were talking about it the other day because uh, which one of you guys has one of Dad's Bibles and uh, Grandpa's? You know, Stephen was talking to you know. We have boxes of his Bibles that are that are like torn apart, man, un- color coded and highlighted, and, and and you know sometimes just fun to open up the box, pull one out, and just open up a page and see what he was you know writing that day. But but, but when you know the, the written word of God, see a lot of people they, they have they have that that that's their relationship with the word is it's logos, and it's like this is what God said. No 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 no. It, it, you need to get it to the point that it shifts to Rama, and it's not what he said; it's what he's saying. And it's like okay, so so you got that nail. See the logos is the word is the and the nail driving it through the two before. But the when it when it turns into Rama, it's like bending the nail over on the other side. And now the enemy can't pull it out. See, be, well, you know, he, he sent his word and healed you. Okay, I'm dying. My dad, my dad was a preacher sitting in a recliner that had to use his hand to hold his head up with a tube up his nose with people telling him, well, just remember, he sent his word. He had logos. But when, when he got rhema, everything changed. Nothing physically He hollered out to my mother, Velma! Yes, dear. I'm healed. That's nice. Because he was still upstairs in a 3,000 square foot house, and she was still downstairs having to run upstairs to bring him stuff. He couldn't get up out of the chair without assistance. He couldn't walk without assistance. Couldn't bathe himself without assistance. But I'm healed. Well, that's cute. Hope it makes you feel better. I don't live by what I feel like. Dude, you don't look healed. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith, and faith cometh by hearing, and hearing is the word of God. The word of God says, and, and you know what? Some of you guys, some of you guys, you know, right, you just get right to the threshold of a breakthrough moment. And you get a little intimidated. Well, I don't want to look like an idiot. Hmm. Do you want to look like an idiot? Or do you want to be buried? Because it looks like you should be buried. 
So it's going to look like an idiot if you're not. You know, my dad did. He started calling people up and having them come to the house so he could tell them that God had healed him. He couldn't go to their house. Dude, I don't know why I'm on this. This really, this, I really have some good stuff. I hope we have time to share it. He, he couldn't go to their houses to tell them God had healed them because he couldn't get out the chair. So he started making phone calls. And what do you tell a dying preacher that lives 30 minutes out of town? When he, and my dad played it up too. I'm, I'm telling you, he played it up. Brother, brother, brother Frankie. Yeah, h- hello, Clayton. How are you? Uh, can you come to the house? 30 minutes outside of town. What do you tell a dying preacher? He called you up. Sounds like he's got two minutes left. And he said, you know, this, is like, this sounds like his last wish. Could you please get here? Could you, could you please get here? I'll, I'll be right out. As soon as I'll, I'll be right out, it's going to take me an hour or so. And this, oh, man, it's going to be two hours before I can be there. Okay. Somebody's coming out. He'd hang up, and all of a sudden, he'd sound a lot better. <laughs> Somebody's coming to the house, and they'd get him to the house, and he'd tell him, I was sitting in the chair, sitting right here where I am. And the Word of God spoke to me. How long did that go? Just a couple of days, huh? Oh, about a year. About a year. There were, there were moments. He took, my dad told me that there were moments because he, in the middle, you know, in the middle, he'd want to cave in. He'd, he'd kind of, he'd get tired. Anybody ever been in a fight? He'd get tired and he's just like, I'm just going to go ahead and die. I'm just going to go ahead and die. And my mom would stand alongside the bed because she'd be there to get him out because he couldn't get out on his own. She'd be there to help him get out of bed, and he'd say, I'm just going to stay here. Hon, it just hurts. Now now I know why we're here. Today. You don't know what I'm going through. It just just hurts. I feel it. I know it hurts. My mom would say, Clayton, you've been telling everybody you're healed. It hurts. 